Hi, I'm Nagam, and I've spent over 6,000 hours watching TV shows. Every two weeks, I'll be exploring the underlying concepts of one show. Welcome to Watching Machine. We're living in an interesting time. We're in the golden age of television and storytelling has never been better and the bar keeps getting raised higher and higher. Social media has given people a voice and that means audiences worldwide can also speak up and say what matters to them and what they like or don't like about a show. Everyone's a critic. One thing audiences demand today is representation. People want to see characters who look and act like them or others that they know in TV shows and movies. And studios are responding to this by diversifying the kind of stories they bring to the small screen. Representation matters. So it was a very important moment in television when Atypical came out, a story about a teenager on the autism spectrum who wants to fall in love. Because this is the first time we see a lead character on a show, so how he was represented was going to be closely watched and critiqued. The show also features his sister and his parents and how they interact with him. So I've asked my friends Divina and Bekhas to join me on this episode as they both have family members on the autism spectrum to explore this show with me. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us here. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Blessings to you. What a beautiful intro, though. I feel like, yalla, let's dive into it. <laughs> okay. Well, just, you know, to start off, my knowledge is limited on the subject. And I do want to use this episode as a way to educate myself and others as well. Um, I think that there's a lot of uh, stigma and limited awareness out there. So I believe both your point of views, Hass as a parent and Davina as a sibling, um, will be very important to this discussion. In the show, how do you find the depiction of Sam and the whole dynamic around him? Was it accurate? Did you agree or like how he was represented? Mm. Give me your thoughts. Ladies first, yellow deep. All right. Um, so when I watched the show, um, like you said, it was the first time I'd seen someone on the spectrum who was a lead character. So that was super interesting just to start off with. Um, I think there were some good things about how Sam was depicted and some things where I thought, oh, I'm not sure whether that's just getting into stereotypical territory versus being... And I'm not saying that it's not true to a certain extent for some people, uh, but I really believe in this saying that I've heard since I was a kid. If you've met one person with autism, you have literally met just one person with autism. That's how broad the spectrum is. Um, so, yeah, I think that there were certain aspects uh, to Sam that I think informs people uh, a little bit more about what autism is and what some of the you know quirks might be or maybe how they think a little bit um, and certainly I think we'll discuss that later on how it got better as the show went on um, so I was actually on overall on, on balance I was happy with it um, the, I had some niggles for sure like some things where I thought oh okay but overall yeah I mm. thought it was all right yeah I hear you I mean for me uh, it's been um it's like you said, it was nice to see someone that, you know, represents autism. Um, but just put in mind, like Davina said, subhanAllah, there's, there's no two kids that have autism that are the same. So that's how broad and incredible and, and, and crazy it is. So that's one angle. Another angle I kind of liked is that they never really used the word disease. 
in the whole show. I do believe that autism is not a disease. It's a way of life. It's a way of thinking. Coming from Saudi Arabia, guys, it's been really also a struggle because they used to call uh, my son the R word. And uh, they used, oh. to, used to confuse him with the Down syndrome, brothers and sisters, which is also, also really you know, different because he does not really, and, and I'm sure, Davina, you, you get this as, as well. He doesn't look autistic. Yeah. Oh, that's like the worst question you can ask like a parent. Like you don't, you know. So if you're listening to this, he doesn't. What does autistic look like? What, what, what do you mean? Like he doesn't yeah. look autistic. There <laughs> so, are so many things that yeah. people say. You know that yo, but that are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I am. Thanks. Uh, yeah. You know, or like he doesn't look autistic, or oh, you get you know stereotypes again of okay, so what's he obsessed with? I mean, my yeah. brother's not necessarily obsessed with anything, and. Mm. There's just so much there that people say. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I hear and, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, and, and again, subhanAllah, you, 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 we, I mean, you have to have faith. I mean, God doesn't give you something you can't handle. I really believe that. And, you know, like I, so I've launched Saudi's first FM hip hop radio show. My wife is a plus size fashion blogger. We're both somehow going against the current of the industry. And then all of a sudden, God gives us an angel with our son, Ahmed, that happens to be autistic, that happens in the society to believe that you know he's weird or he's different. Well, my son, for example, doesn't eat chocolate. You know, that's like he feels sensitive about food. So, you know, parents get crazy, like he doesn't eat chocolate? How come? So my reply is like, well at least you know my my he's not gonna have cavity. I mean yeah. that's why, you know, it's a good thing, you know? <laughs> so you know, that's yeah, what I, I mean. I would imagine that most parents don't want their kids to be binging on sweets yeah. anyways. Yeah. So like yeah. So I'm telling you, it's like Davina said, um, Every kid that has autism is their blessing. One more thing I really need to talk about. I'm not sure if you face that, Davina. When they know that my son is autistic, the first thing is that he must be a genius, right? Yeah. Oh my. No, that's not Rain Man. Rain Man has a lot to answer for. <laughs> I mean, a lot. <laughs> that's not Rain Man. I'm not saying my son isn't or, or whoever. I'm just saying he's a normal kid. You know, just if, if it happens to be a genius, great. If he's not, it's not like it's not synonym. Yeah. You're right, actually, because there's. There's another show called The Good Doctor. Yeah, I've been, been, it's on my watch list, but I will eventually get around to it. Yeah, (laughs) I haven't seen that one yet, but I'm like, yeah. And and then there was, um, there was also um, in... The film. There was the film, but then there was also Boston, Boston Legal. Boston Boston Legal, yeah. They had... They had an autistic character. They had, yeah, he he had Asperger's, Mm. which is on the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. And um, again, he was like shown as like this genius um, yeah. kind of lawyer in his arena. Look, it's the same thing that, uh, you know, for example, uh, a lot of Arabs in the media were on Hollywood were portrayed as, as terrorists. And this is the, the vibe. They will always get that. Um, I think with a typical, though, they really uh, they really I mean, I, I kind of liked it. I mean, there were some negative things here and there. Um, and I think we connect. We're, yeah. we're both in the same one. But at the end of the day, they really showed how one person that has autism is like. Okay. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? So that's one person. That's one out of, you know, that's, that's how it is. You're not going to find someone like Sam. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find someone like uh, you know, Davina's uh, brother. You're not going to find someone like my son. Is it as that has autism? It's impossible. It's no way. So subhanAllah, again, like I, I look at this and I'm like, it's like incredible, you know? And we need to really stop referring to the autism as disease. I'm really, as a public figure, I take this 
and as someone who has a voice, I really take this in handy. I was just in a conference right now that has to do with a lot of creativity and inspiring and stuff like that. I took one minute to say this is out of it. Guys, I have a son who has autism and autism is not a disease. And people clapped and three people reached out to me afterwards and said, my son is autistic and I do believe that autism is not a disease. Thank you for voicing that out. So yes, don't be shy. If you listen to this and you don't know anything about autism, start researching, talk to people. You know, but autism is not a disease. That's it. So it's very important for us to, you know, start on a good foot. <laughs> no, thank you for saying that. No, it's really, it's really important for people to understand that. Autism is now known as autism spectrum disorder. So even from the medical side, they've evolved their thinking. They've advanced the way that they, you know, they, they've gained more understanding of it. And autistic disorder is the one most people think of when they hear autism. As you said, there's no two alike. But under their, you know, the spectrum, we've seen like Asperger's. There's PDD, which is mm. known as atypical autism, which is what uh, my understanding is that what Sam was yeah. kind of written to be. Do you think in terms of the show's creation, especially in the first season, do you think that the lack of writers and actors on the spectrum um, affected how the first season was portrayed? Because you guys mentioned there were a few negatives. I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Um, so, yeah, I think it's important for any show, especially one that I would think is has a social message at the kind of the underlying base, um, is to involve people in that community. So, yeah, it was a bit weird that they didn't have that in, in the first season. Um, did it show? Was it obvious? I think that it it was a it almost felt like Sam was very textbook uh. autism in the first show, uh, like season. I think is the best way I can describe it. Um, I think in the next one, he just seemed to be a bit more relaxed and a bit more kind of yeah. He's got a few kind of quirks as part of his autism, but it wasn't sort of the main. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It was just yeah. really weird. No, I hear you. And uh, again, it goes back to not people. For example, remember this part when he started repeating the word? Was it penguin, 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 yeah, penguin? Yeah, yeah. My son sometimes does that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a... So, but so, there's things that Sam does that my my son wouldn't do, for example. So, uh, so if you don't mind, Nagam, I would like to ask a question. Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm interested to know how did you guys discover, like, he has autism? I'm into that. That what? was actually my next question. Oh, nice. We were we on the same there. wavelength. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually wanted to know um, at what age, like nice. both of okay. you, in terms of your brother and your son, nice. when you found out yeah. and how. Um, so for us, it was it was interesting. Um, he was, I think, about two and a half, maybe. Um, he hadn't started speaking fully yet. He'd had a few words at that age already, though, um, but no sentences. Um, and I think my parents were comparing him to me. And I, you had a lot of sentences. I, I had a lot of sentences <laughs> by that point. Uh, just I was just constantly yeah. like out there. Um, so they were like, okay, maybe he's just slow or whatever. But at about that age, I would say when he did actually have a few words. We started noticing after a while those words started disappearing and he stopped looking at us. Before that, he mm. would look at us. And again, no idea what flipped that switch, um, I guess, at that age where, yeah, he stopped looking at us, stopped. For a while, I think my mom was worried that 
is he deaf or something like that? Do we need to get him checked? So she went through all the tests, you know, auditory testing, hearing is fine, you know, vocal, okay, his, his, you know, vocal cords are fine. Okay, what is going on? Um, so that's when I don't even know how we somehow ended up um, at the suggestion of someone at uh, kind of a doctor who specialized in things like this, who did like a, basically all the tests that they do. Um, and then I think we were, if I'm not mistaken, we were in India um, and we got our diagnosis from a doctor there. And so he was about three-ish by the time we had the diagnosis. Um, That's that he pretty was, early. Yeah, yeah, that he was on the uh, autism spectrum disorder. Bless him. Um, and yeah, so I was just about 12 at that time. Yeah. Okay. Man, it's like you say my story. Yeah. So again, <laughs> because it's the first thing for a parent, you go like, is he not listening? Is he not yeah. listening to yeah. us? And the not looking thing mm. also also came to us. And we didn't know anything about autism, by the way, at that point. And Same. there's no shame yeah. with that, by the way. Because yeah. you're not really, you know, we're, we're new parents. We had a blessed with a, with a kid and, you know, that happens. Okay, fine. But... You know, we, we didn't know. So, yes, it's the same kind of steps. You know, we took him. We did this thing. But, you know, it was really difficult. We, you know, and then we got a doctor. Same thing, exactly. Yeah. Diagnosed as that. Um, he was diagnosed at the age of uh, four. And uh, we first know, we put him in a nursery. And the nursery teachers kept saying that he's spending time on his own. He's running in circles the whole time. He's not really engaged. And, like, maybe it's just Ahmed being Ahmed, you know. Like, we didn't, really didn't pay attention to that. But then things started to, the not looking, the... Um, it's just different. Yeah. I wanted to never say the word weird. It was just different than other kids. Mm. And then, you know, this is what it is. But again, we took a step, and I'd like to encourage everybody listening to this. If you if you or you know somebody that has autism, take a step to make a change. And that's, I don't know, we discovered that he has autism. I decided to make a change and, and move from where I am, Jeddah, which is my hometown, which is all my income is there, everything I do is there, to here, to, to the UAE, for two reasons, obviously more awareness and uh, you know much much better um, uh, lifestyle for him and and my my wife. So all of a sudden the family needed to. So yeah, so yeah, I I, I did that and he's getting better. But um, it's, it's it's a struggle, man. Like it's uh, you know I I just want to shout out all the parents, everybody who has uh, you know siblings who has a brother who's autism. It's never easy. It's not like what you see on, and that's what like with Sam. You felt it; it's controlled, right? Like yeah. you felt it; it's it, it's there. Now, some things that he'd done, but they showed you that part of his life where he's mini independent in a way. You know what I mean? And he was in trying it, to it, get he's it. trying to be independent. Yeah. You know, so um, maybe I haven't reached that level with my son yet, and I uh, you you get scared every day. What if what if I leave this earth? What happens to him? It's always in your back of your mind. What what happens yeah. to him? You know? But yeah, he's, Allah doesn't forget anybody. That's for sure. Sorry. He's eight, right? He's eight. Yeah. So what is the life, you know, what's a typical day, mm. you know, as a parent, as a sibling? Just describe a typical day. I mean, it's obviously going to be quite different than day in my life. <laughs> Why? Which, How is a typical day in your life? It's so uneventful. It's <laughs> so boring. Like, it's, I get up, I go to work, I come home, I watch TV, maybe I'll see my friends, I'll have a meal, I'll go to sleep, and mm. that's my life. <laughs> So it's it's very ordinary. It's kind of the same, to be honest. Really? Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, now it's, you know, I get up in the morning. I 
if if I'm awake at the same time my brother is because he leaves for school at 7:45. Mm. Um, since uh, from last year, so I've become a freelancer. So when I had like a job, like a full time job, where I had to be at work at nine. Um, I would be awake at the same time. Now it depends on you know if I was working late. I'm not. But so he gets up, he goes to school. My mom drives him to Sharjah every day uh, and back. And we live on this like the new Dubai side, so it's a bit of a trek for mom. Why Sharjah, if I may ask? So this was around where there was place because at the time that over here that he was growing up. A lot of the schools that dealt with this, and I'm not talking about, uh, uh, you know, just like your run-of-the-mill high school, which has an inclusion mm-hmm. program. I mean, kind of a school for people with autism or Down syndrome or whatever. The mm-hmm. waiting lists are really long. Wow. Really, they yeah. are really, really long. I second long. that. When we there was one center, uh, we you know decided to put him down and on a waiting list because it was closer to home, but. Two years later, we got a call and it's like, well, he's kind of really used to the school now. I don't want. We didn't want to uproot him. So yeah, so he's he's been in the school in Sharjah for a while now. He's happy there. He likes the the teachers. You know, he gets his you know occupational therapy there. It's just there's no reason for us to uproot him. So if we have to drive to Sharjah, it's fine. We'll drive to Sharjah. You know. More power to you guys. Really, <laughs> so. it's it's not easy. Again, it's it's not easy. And, and I and this kind of talk really inspires me because, look, it's not easy. No. When I when I say it's not easy, and in a day in a typical life, for example, in our case, in the beginning, it, it was looks from people. Oh. Why yeah, is your I son have so much ta- to say about tan- looks? Tantrum. <laughs> really, the amount of looks that we got hurts. And if you're listening to this, you, yeah, you, I see you. Um, and you're judging parents or people based on something that you see. You never know what these people are going through. So never judge because it really makes a big difference. We got used to it now. Like me and my wife and stuff like that. We got kind of used to it and we were battling it. But in the beginning, it was really, it was really difficult just how to manage to. Because Ahmed would have a tantrum in the middle of the supermarket and you have to deal with it. Even us, we had to deal with it. And we had to also teach ourselves how to, in the beginning it was difficult. It was like, what, what, what's wrong with you? Like, let me know what's wrong with you. You know, but autistic kids doesn't work that. That's why I always say that my son taught me patience. Oh, yeah. I wasn't a patient man at mm. all before. I'm a very passionate, very spontaneous person. Like, what, like, tell me what you need. I'll get it for you. And it was like in the middle of nowhere. And people start looking and they're talking. And, they, and you can hear whispers of, they don't you know like and you gotta and the whole vibe becomes really bad like I don't want to go out anymore and like yo so there's a lot of um, things but now with that has really improved uh, his tantrum levels has gone down we have also learned how to do with it so when he has a tantrum I kind of laugh with him right now like we deal with it on the spot and I block whoever's looking at me I don't really care mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like this, like a, the horse that has this thing. I don't know what's yeah. it called. It's like blinkers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean okay. that sounds yeah. so similar. I still remember we actually stopped going out for many years because we were once actually asked to leave a restaurant. Oh, um, we had just yeah. received, and this is like so. My brother's twenty three. So bear in mind, this is like a good like eighteen, nineteen years ago in Dubai. We were in a restaurant, you know, having our meal. He started getting upset by something. I think it was a noise. Mm. So we tried to calm him down. And we were actually, I think my, I was younger then, obviously, but 
I think my parents were having that discussion about, okay, should, should we go? He doesn't look like he's coming down. Maybe the noise is too much. So I think as they were having that discussion, basically someone from the restaurant came over and said, oh, well, everyone actually kind of wants you to leave. Do you mind just leaving? And me goosebumps family people like, like on the table next to us, they were like, oh, yeah, if you have an R-word child, um, huh? why can't you keep them at home? Why do you have to get them They out? said that? No. It's terrible. It That's was, horrible. And after that, to be honest, we haven't really gone out much well, for a long time because I think my parents were just so like, yeah. it was, it, it's painful to even think about it today because you yeah. think, how, how could you say that? Um, but we go out now on and off, like, you know, we have to like figure out timings. Like I would not take him on a weekend <laughs> to the mall. It'd be like too noisy. Let's not do that. But, I think most people wouldn't well, want to go to the mall. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Anyway. What you're saying is very interesting. <laughs> but question to you now, I'm like, what do you think? If you heard this conversation and you were in the other table, would you have said anything? As you? Yeah. You would have... Like, I would have called them out on it. Okay. You would have said something to the people. Who, yeah. Okay. But it, I think that stems from, again, I mean, I wasn't... I didn't grow up here. I mean, I did, but I didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the way, like, I grew up in Australia. Nice. And I remember in school, there was... Um, a kid in school, he wasn't on the autism spectrum. He he was um, he was in a wheelchair. He mm-hmm. couldn't speak. He couldn't mm-hmm. make eye contact with us or anything. Um, but he was in our class. Yeah. And so when you socialize kids from when they're little around people yeah. who are different than them, amazing. Then you know you are more prone to accept that yeah. and yes. you're yes, more open yes, to it. Yes. So for me, you know, and his name was Clinton. Mm. And honestly, sometimes he crosses my mind, I'm like, whatever happened to Clinton? Because yeah. like he was there for like a good two, three years with us at That's school. That's amazing. And, you know, we'd interact with him. And again, you have to be patient because he was able to understand us. We just needed to wait for him to yeah. respond in his way, yeah. right? <laughs> so, I mean, so if, yeah, for me, I would have called them out. I want to circle back to the school conversation that we were having earlier. So Sam in the show went to public school. Yeah. He also had his sister there to support Casey. She was there. She was at his beck and call. And, you know, they had some arguments and heated discussions to the point where he stopped talking to her or she stopped, <laughs> you know, hanging out yeah. with him. Do you think it would have been different for you, Davina, if there was, you know, inclusion programs within schools here? Um, I guess so. Two things to that. One, like you said, and as you said, Naham, like if children from a young age are introduced to people who might be different from them, for one, it would have made acceptance a lot easier and certainly quicker than it has been over here. You know, 20 years ago, yeah, we would have been and we were kicked out of a restaurant. Now, not so much. Now, also, I'm older and I argue. I've I've had arguments with people (laughs) in public because I'm like, I have every right to be here. Don't you dare kick me out. Um, But uh, one is that around inclusion, but also... I think, again, it depends on, you know, where on the spectrum you are, but I think it would be great for, you know, them to be able to go to class like everyone else does or have, you know, almost shadow teachers, which I know they do now. And that should have been there a long time ago. And and I'm glad it's there now, especially in some schools. Um, and I also think there's something, for example, there's a school that does what they call a buddy program. Yeah. Um, 
for children who, or well, they're young adults now, go to my brother's school um, where they, they buddy up with, you know, uh, one of the kids from the school buddies up with the kids from the other school. So, you know, they have that interaction. So I think it would be great if a lot more schools kind of went into programs like that or signed up their kids for things like that because it just makes for well-rounded individuals, not, nec- not necessarily even, you know, the person with autism, but the other person on the other side because they're seeing things differently. They're becoming patient a lot more earlier in their life and you just become a nicer person really (laughs) wow do you do you feel though that shows like atypical um have raised uh more awareness than you know your typical maybe awareness public awareness programs that are run by nonprofits or governments and do you think we need to see more of that or what more would you actually like to see on that front yeah, I think shows definitely do something. I mean, even even from a, a stereotypical point of view, yeah, as long as it gets people asking questions or thinking, oh, I don't know what that is, uh, use the internet and, you know, maybe Google it. But um, I think shows definitely help, uh, even though it is, like I said, and you said as well, it's just one person with autism. It's You you, know, you start thinking about it, thinking, I, you know, I wonder what it's like for people like this, or I wonder what that actually means, or, you know, and you start investigating and so I think it definitely helps. It would be great to see more shows or movies, or and not even necessarily for the person to be a lead character, but just for, oh, this is a family in a show, and you know one of the kids happens to have, I don't know, Down syndrome or autism, or whatever the case may be. It doesn't even have to be about them, but the fact that you know, you're seeing that diversity in characters on screen would be amazing. And and I'd like to, I guess, even address, you know, a lot of criticism around the show. And to them, I'd say, well, again, it is one person with autism. My brother is nonverbal. I'm not sitting here saying, why is Sam not 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 nonverbal? Uh, I, I don't. It's okay. It's fine. Like you know, maybe there'll be a show like that one day. I don't know. I'm not gonna get angry about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point to read. I never really also thought about it like like that because. Right, maybe a lot of people who have autistic kids who are nonverbal might not relate to that because it's really my, the main problem is communication, right? That he's not even like talking, and that's again, subhanallah. See, this is why you get inspired when you meet other people because you know you think that you have a, an issue, but then you see other people also dealing with their issue, and it's just fist bumping you right here. Fist Keep bump, doing what you're we doing are fist bumping. because I think it's um, it's. Um, but going back to the show, I think it's important for for Hollywood in general or Netflix people or you know. Just people who watch shows to know that about autism more. And when you hype it up, you hype it up. We tend to forget, by the way, that a lot of these uh, things that you're talking about, these campaigns of awareness, it has to reach through a certain level um, of hype for people to know about it. Um, and I think a typical is reached up there. Like a lot of people start saying, what's yeah. autism? Yeah. So yes, a, a show and a, and a movie can make a provoke a, a conversation. Discussion. And yeah. make it happen when it comes to autism. Yeah, I just wish we see someone from the Arab world as well do something like that. Maybe it would be me. You never know. Oh, that would be that would I be would really interesting. Keep an eye out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I have to address this. Okay. Um, Tell us. Give us the juice. Okay. So <laughs> vaccinations. Ooh. There's been so much uh, misinformation about vaccinations causing autism. It's gotten to a point where parents. I mean, I don't know about here, but definitely in the States, they've stopped vaccinating yeah. their kids and it's causing all sorts of issues like mm-hmm. kids getting the measles and yeah. whooping cough, which was eradicated yeah, and is now back, yeah. you know, 
I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Do you find like just the notion of that offensive or I don't know. What are your thoughts? I think it'd be interesting to compare because for for me, because this happened, what, 20 years ago, right? When he was diagnosed, he's 23 now. That was very much the time when that was common to hear, even, you know, in news stories and things like that. People were like, yeah, it could be autism. It could, I, I can't even remember what was the name of the vac- uh, the vaccination that they said would, I can't remember. I think it was the... They said it was the MMR vaccine, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, that's the measles, and, mumps, yeah, and, and rubella. Yeah, and that was very much something that was pushed 20 years ago. Honestly, you, if I, when I went on the internet 20 years ago to look, you know, because obviously, it's, again, first time we heard the word yeah. autism was when Karen was diagnosed. So all of us were like, right, we need to look this up, figure out what it is, all of that. And at that time, there were, you know, half the stories you'd find that it doesn't cause it, the other half saying it does. So... We we were kind of coming in at the time where it was like, does it? Doesn't it? Man. We don't know because we're hearing at that time, and now we know it's not. But you've got to realize that at a time when all of that was being peddled, we were just confused. <laughs> oh, wow. And okay. so at that time, we were just thinking, do we give his other vaccinations to him or not? We did, by the way. Uh, but... Uh, but that's how bad it was at the time. And now I'm glad we've got to a point where, you know, it's like, no, it doesn't. Because people need to vaccinate their kids. You know, you, I mean, you cannot. Yeah, what you're saying, look, vaccine does not cause autism. I cannot be more clear than that. I don't think this is the case. I've really mm-hmm. discussed it with a lot of people and really people. You, you know, I get messages on my phone saying, don't let your son eat like eggs and he'll be okay. for oh, like come two on. Weeks. So, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, people are like that. The, and then there was one on TV that went on and said it. And I, I called the TV station. I'm like, you guys are doing a crime. That's not right. Good for you on doing that. You know, I mean, like, honestly, what's wrong yeah. with you guys? I get messages. Like, I can show you a message right now that I got two weeks ago. That's saying, you know, let, let him stop eating this, stop eating that. Like, no, man. It's, it's no. It's, there's no correlation. You know? There is no correlation. No. And the studies that were actually published were very weak. Yeah. yeah. At, at best I don't even know why such studies would be published honestly with such weak results steering it back final words what are your you know thoughts on um, season 3 what can we what do you think we, we can expect from season 3 they fixed a lot in season 2 um, they brought in more characters with autism um, and they had uh, David Finch who is a writer on the spectrum um, and, and he contributed a lot, you know, based on his personal experiences. At the end of season two, he was making plans to go to college. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. That would be cool. Yeah. So I think that that's going to be really interesting to see how he copes. And, and you know what's nice about that as well? Like, again, with the, the there are stereotypes, but they're also not because... You know, like other things like Rain Man or even The Good Doctor and things like that. You know, it's like, oh, people with autism are in some kind of, you know, science degree or math or they've got like the numbers. He just wants to do art and that's awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's awesome. It's awesome that they're showing that he doesn't want to like study math or become a biologist or I don't know, whatever. What do you expect for season three? Um, I think I quite like. Uh, what I liked in season two that I hope will continue is that we see a lot more about life around Sam as well, um, which I think is important. Um, it's not just about 
him and whether how his autism kind of affects life around him. So it was nice to see a little bit more about Casey uh, as a sibling. You know, I identify yeah. with that. I'm like, yeah, nice. I want to see more about you. Um, but also to see a bit more about how their parents' relationship was something that interested me a lot as well. Um, so to see their development, I think is just just a that's the thing. I just wanted to be another well-rounded show. And one of the characters happens to have autism. And that's pretty mm-hmm. much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Love that. I mean, this is something we maybe didn't talk about a lot. Um, the relationship between the husband and wife when you have an autistic son. I think two people have to, like, I got to shout out my wife because I think she's definitely my rock. Um, you know, it's hard to have a, to, to go on on dates because we really don't trust anyone really with him. It's that simple. But we, we managed to have a system where all of us are going out and have a good time. That system is there now. So alhamdulillah, I have fun going out with my wife and son. That doesn't mean I don't go out, do my thing. Yeah, and she does her thing. It's there. We always have a plan. Um, but for season three, maybe, um, I mean, on this occasion, I got a shout out Sesame Street. You know, I, I put a note on this one. They had a oh, yeah. Julia, yeah. who's a four-year-old uh, autistic kid. And, you know, who watches Sesame Street? Kids. And from then, when you are aware with, oh, she has autism. And what does autism mean? Okay, oh, okay. And and getting to fact, it's normal. Adi, tabi'i, it's okay. That plays a big role, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I'll tell you a quick story. And I think this sums up um, this incredible episode. Um, So I I meet people across all sort of life and uh, you know they ask me what are you doing and stuff like that. I tell them and then when I talk about my son I have a son with autism there's two kind of people kind one first thing they say is oh so sorry yeah. I mean yeah. so sorry right and I find myself saying I mean you know they don't know much about the topic I say no it's okay I met a gentleman about three years ago and he's here in the UAE he has a big big firm and I was telling him about my son and I said my son is autistic and he didn't say any word and I I'm waiting for that word, right? Like, I'm waiting. You know, and, and I said, after that, that pause a little bit, I said, yeah, you know, I think autism is not a disease. And he looked at me, he's like, that's why I didn't say, I'm not sorry. And I was like, that, I gave him a hug just out of nowhere. And we need more people like that, you know? Like, he, there's nothing to feel sorry about. I think this is what a show's like, typical like that, because you see them really going on with their lives. Um, definitely looking forward to season three. Um you know, I would like to see more, you know, stuff about the parents, the sister, definitely. I'll be interested to see how that, you know, is, is unfolding. But yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. I had no, so much you. fun talking to thank you. Thank you. I thank learned you. a lot from you. And did I you learn a lot? I did. I learned so much. Okay. And uh, I hope <laughs> other people have uh, learned something too. Um, like, subscribe, and all that good stuff right here. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, if you guys uh, enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe, review, and tell all your friends to listen in. Until next time, thank you for listening. Salah, peace and love.